0: Hi guys. Thanks for joining us today on the Do It With Dan podcast. We are doing our weekly Q&A session today. I'm Dan's co-host, Em, and I will be asking Daniel questions that I've randomly selected from Cora. He doesn't know what they are ahead of time, so we're putting him on the spot. We're super excited to get started and super excited for you to join us today.
1: It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host,
2: Daniel Mengena. Emily, Emily, it's time to do the Q&A with me. <laughs>
0: I wish you could see my head because I'm dancing as you're doing that. <laughs> and I bet everybody that's listening is doing the same thing.
2: Exactly. They better be They're bobbing and their they heads. They should be regular now. And if they even if they knew, they should have gone back and listened to all of the other ones. So they should know that Absolutely. this is our theme song now.
0: This is our theme song. And they're dancing to it.
2: Exactly. They I'm gonna are. Dance. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to stop singing now.
0: You can keep <laughs> going. We'll just make this week's QA all about Daniel singing
2: let's just see let's just sing actually interestingly enough um so i i removed the spirit of incompleteness from my life and finally released a single i on monday know. so i've finally done that so i'm so I'm proud really of you stoked about that because I've, I've been i've been putting that off for the longest while um creating all sorts of reasons why it shouldn't happen and yeah. Oh, sure. And stuff. But it's, it's done now.
0: I am so proud of you. It's done. Thank you. I'm so proud of of you. I bet it had to felt so good.
2: Yes, it really, really did. Yeah. Like super, super, super good.
0: I Um, mean, everybody that listens to this, how can you not be inspired by that? Just what you just said. (laughs) I'm curious by you wanting to do something for so long and finding every excuse in the world by not to do it and then just
2: and and not just finding excuses i was literally not just finding excuses but i was literally then creating oh um, yeah
0: absolutely
2: literally creating a reality where it was just couldn't happen not correct yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like like i always say we have a choice at least in the people that we even if we don't have a choice in how a conscious choice, should I say, in mm-hmm. what shows up, we do have the conscious choice in what we allow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so when people say, oh, mm-hmm. but you know, this person did that and that person did this, and that's why this failed. Yeah, but who made the choice about working with those people
0: mm-hmm. or remaining
2: working with those people?
0: Remaining, yeah.
2: Remaining. So,
0: yeah. Now, uh, I'll, I'll notice I'll do that with myself, like something I've been meaning to work on for a while. and oh, all of a sudden some other thing comes up that's more important. That has to be done right now. And it's funny because I'm like, I know I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm creating that distraction. I'm very good at that.
2: Well, distractions, distractions. What do they call distress? Distractions? No, it doesn't work with that one. I was going to say, like, you know, like, uh, uh, potato, like no, was it Bealschmeal? Do you know where you put, like, a, a funny little... <laughs> But it
1: didn't work.
2: So I just, I just stopped. I just stopped with what wasn't really working. So I think that's a good. That's probably a good, uh, a good juncture to for me to shut up and for
0: (laughs) (laughs) for the questions to start.
2: Yeah, let's let's start the questions before everybody runs away. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right, so if everyone's still tuned in, we're on question number one. What do you think okay. is the most important thing to do daily?
2: The most important thing to do to make the choice to deliberately and consciously um, be in charge of your day.
0: Yeah, oh, I love it that you said that.
2: Yeah, because I, I was fl- I was flirting around with is it, um, is it gratitude. Is it um, self-care? Is it meditation or prayer or whatever? Is it, I was like, no, it's actually making the conscious choice when you get up in the morning that this day I'm in charge of it and this is what I want to happen. Love it. Yeah, I think that. that
0: I see, I do. I totally agree. Of course, synergy. Because I was thinking the same thing as you're saying.
2: Yeah, because that's going to dictate the energy of the day. It's going to dictate the path of the day. It's going to dictate whether you're running the day um, based on your conscious thoughts or whether it's going to be running on your subconscious program. So if you decide at the beginning of the day, I'm the captain of the ship, I'm driving the car today, um, then no matter what happens, you're in a more empowered state to deal with what comes up as well. Even if stuff comes up that you're not really that happy about, at least you can say, okay, my choice is going to be to change this so it doesn't happen tomorrow or I'm going to choose how I respond to this so that it doesn't spill over and rest, mess with my day.
0: Absolutely. Agreed, 150 million percent. And I forgot to tell you and mm-hmm. all of our listeners, so this week, as I was kind of going through the questions, mm-hmm. I decided to just be a little different. I mean, last week was so amazing. I, I feel like we touched on so many good things. So this week I kind of chose very random questions. So none of them really follow any kind of theme, (laughs) and they are all just very random. But hey, you know, I mean, let's let's switch it up, right?
1: All right, let's do it. So just
0: that's just kind of a preface to this week because as I ask them, people might be going the heck. (laughs) That that was the mood I was in. So that's what that's what you guys get this week.
1: All right, got you.
0: Okay. So question, I'll t- I'll two. question two, what is the one thing you would absolutely skip work for?
2: The one thing I'd absolutely skip work for?
0: Yeah. So say you're having a day, Dan, that you're doing like the grind stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. the, you're, you know, you're, you're editing or typing or whatever it may be That's you know, maybe not the brightest parts of your day, but, mm-hmm. um, what would you, what would you skip that?
2: So I've got a list. So um, when I studied um, the first time I studied uh, The Chimp Paradox by Dr. Steve Peters, um, one of the things he encourages you in that book to do in terms of building a relationship with your subconscious mind with your chimp is to identify the things that make your chimp happy so that um, and then split that into immediate things that immediately make you happy and things that take time to set up. So for example, one of the things that will take time to set up will be going on a holiday or traveling, whereas something that makes you happy Happy now might be dancing to your favorite song so I've got a list of happiness items so I'll pick I'll pick an item from that list so um, an example of something on that list is playing the piano so oh, playing piano the always piano. gets me into a really really nice space so be, um, it will be a task from that list that I would I would do What about you what would you what would you bunk off work to do? Uh,
0: oh, well hold on a minute let's not skip something very important there. Do you play the piano? <laughs>
2: Uh, I play a little bit by ear yeah I'm not like a professional I can't you know I'm not like a professional. but I, I do play a little bit by ear because I, wow. I I learned to uh, I learned so that I can um write songs yeah so I learned to
0: play, oh play, I play, love play. the piano I I would mm. say it's by far my my all-time favorite um so yeah something that I would miss work for would absolutely be go travel somewhere I mean like I love to just, at the drop of a dime, you know, if that said, hey, let's fly down to Florida tomorrow, Florida tomorrow I would do it. I just,
1: mm-hmm. I yeah.
0: love, I love being spontaneous and I love traveling. Mm-hmm. I just, I love going to different places. And even, you know, before when I was quote unquote in a, in a regular normal job, in a regular normal life, um, yeah, at the drop of a dime would absolutely if it came to traveling somewhere even if it's just hey let's go up to the mountains and and camp for the night i'm i i just that, really beyond you know all this kind of spiritual work i love traveling is is then being and the is,
2: oh yeah love it ah, my soul. cool i'll give you a random one from my list
0: a yeah random one from please my do. list
2: of of things that make me happy is playing Lego. Do you know Lego?
0: Oh, my son actually is a Lego maniac and has been since he was like one years
2: old. Yeah, then he and I are gonna be the best of friends.
0: Yes, you I, are.
2: <laughs> I have I have a very a very secret um obsession with Lego. Yeah? Like yeah.
0: Oh I love As that. The
2: the only reason why I don't have a Lego room in my house is because I've spent my adult life in adult relationships with women that probably wouldn't accept a 30 something bigger old man having a Lego room. But it's literally, it's literally, as soon as somebody is crazy enough to let me marry them and then I've got a contract to say you can't go anywhere, I'm I'm gonna have a Lego room.
1: Really? I love that. Oh <laughs> my totally God, I love Lego that. Room.
2: I'm totally having a Lego room. And not, I, I don't like all this new fancy new, when no, they do it about right. films. I want, like, yes. the old-school one where it's, like, you got the like, the town or the little city. Oh, yeah. The themed ones back in the day, I don't mind. Like, there was one that they had, um, of, like, this underwater, like, police force thing. Yeah. And then there was, like, the bad guys with, like, these little pirates in black and red. Yeah.
0: And yes.
2: I, I used to get the little boats and,
0: and so like, let me I ask got the little underground
2: this. bases. Yeah.
0: Would you build stuff, like, not really paying attention to what you're supposed to be building and just kind of do your own thing with that? I, or would okay. you always...
2: All right, let me see what I do. First and foremost, I do all of the ones in the book Yeah. Then, after that, because you know they always have the ones on the box, but they don't tell you how to yeah. make it, but yeah. you can see what it yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. Then I would try and make the one on the box.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I would do my own thing. So I had yeah. like a pattern. Oh, surprise, surprise. Dad had a pattern in the system. But yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love that. Listen, I love that. I love secret passions. They're my favorites. In fact, Scott had a brilliant uh, film idea that, hey, no one steal this from me because I may still do it, a, a, a <laughs> documentary about people's secret passions. You know, so it's, oh. you, he interviews a guy that, that is a UPS driver that secretly loves art and he's a brilliant artist, you know, but of course is is, you know, too scared to actually take that leap into the unknown of, okay, let me of do course. this for a living. But yeah, I mean, traveling the world and interviewing people about their secret passion and yours, I would love to interview you about your Lego. Passion. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's it's amazing. A, that's and it says a lot about you and your imagination and the way you work and put things together. And I think it takes a brilliant mind to do that kind of stuff not all people can do that Not all people have the patience and the, and the imagination and visions and all that so
2: yeah i mean lego my obsession with lego is um yeah i i have a i have an obsession with lego
0: i love it and you know what's funny is i was going to tell you on this call there's a couple questions here that are really going to make you bury your soul a little bit
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to make you get out of your comfort zone. And guess what? You already did you like it without me even asking those questions. You,
1: yeah, you, you like doing that. Sorry,
0: okay. <laughs> okay, so the next question, if people are still on the call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't drove them all completely out now. Yeah. All right, so this is kind of a long question, so bear with me. All right, what do I do now? I have been unable to reach goals I set and promises I made myself for almost a decade now. How Mm -hmm. am I to achieve everything I have wanted? My mind isn't in control and it just doesn't listen to me. I cannot concentrate on tasks. So pretty much, you know, I think this person is saying for the last 10 years, they've been trying to set and reach goals and they just haven't been. They feel like their mind isn't in control.
2: If they've gone this far down the road of thinking that's their reality, then what they need to do is go back. The thing is, anything I'm about to say now is a bit useless unless this person's ready to make a change
1: because
2: mm-hmm. the sad fact is that a lot of people uh that say this they're actually only really saying it so people can feel sorry for them for it so i would say first and first and foremost the most important thing is are you genuinely ready to make a change or is it that all you really want to do is have a complain and have someone validate you and say oh i'm so sorry feel better because the, the bottom mm-hmm. line is, is that it's not very complicated. What you need to do, you need to make a firm decision that you want to make a change, make a plan on making a change, and stick to it. Because the fact if, if, as long as you're moving consistently in a direction, it may take a long time to get there, but you will get there as long as every day you're making you're t- taking steps in the direction of of your objective. So I don't really accept logically I find it that I'm unable to accept that someone's trying and trying and trying and not getting anywhere because if you're not getting anywhere that means you're not taking you're not actually walking because what I find is someone saying that I'm doing everything and I'm not getting anywhere take a look at what you're doing because if it's not actually affecting a change then you need to change that what do they say Mm. That um uh insanity is doing the same thing and expecting mm. a different result.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So try something different, give it a chance. And if that doesn't work, try something different because going for it every day includes trying new things, assessing, taking stock, not just, Oh, I've, I've tried the same thing for 10 years. Ah, oh, nothing works for me. No, that, that thing that you've been trying for 10 years doesn't work for you. So try something. Yeah.
0: Different. Yeah.
2: Right. But definitely be committed and, and take stock of yourself. Are you saying that you're committed? Are you saying you want the change? And actually just using that narrative to validate a pity party or a, a sob story? Or do you really, really want the change?
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, look at victimization there. Are you a victim or are you a creator? I think. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and of course, you you use the the saying, you know, the definition of insanity because um, quick share my. 15 year old son just randomly as we're in the car goes mom I just get so frustrated with people and kids my age because they just they keep expecting different results it's the definition of insanity exactly what you just said just <laughs> the same thing I'm like it's so true I said listen dude you're gonna you're gonna come across that a lot in your life so uh, yeah I love it yeah I, absolutely I love lo- it. yeah yeah you can't keep doing the same
2: thing and expect a different result you and can't. I
0: love how you said whatever you're doing the past 10 years hasn't obviously been working for you so
2: exactly so you maybe need to try something different yeah i love
0: that all right so here's to randomness what will you do if you are
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm listening
0: What Well, I was pre-facing it to so be prepared. What will you do if you are in a relationship, but you start feeling for somebody else?
2: Oh, God, um, I've got, I've Don't actually got, random. I've got like a really, I've got like quite, um, quite strong ideas on this. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're really going off the beaten track today. So basically, Let me caveat this with I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not uh, a relationship therapist or, you know, you don't have to take this on board. I'm just giving my opinion on how I approach said topic, seeing as Emma's taken us way off the reservation. So my thing is this, logically speaking um, and chemically speaking, physical attraction is not something that you have control over. So, Mm -hmm. um, there's hormones at play. There's also subconscious programs at play. I mean, even if you look at what we consider as society to find attractive, if you go to, um, Marilyn Monroe, who's considered such a beautiful, she was a size 16, voluptuous, real woman Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you go, you know, to Twiggy's age and then it was stick, stick model, you know, sticks, Mm -hmm. skinny stick. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not talking about the skinny, Mm -hmm. Stick yeah. model people, yeah, well, what, what all the rage. So, yeah. a person brought up in the society of Marilyn Monroe would have been given the program that this is what I find attractive. So, as right. they went through life, that's what they would find attractive. So, they would look at this mm-hmm. the, the stick skinny model and be like, Okay, you might have a pretty face, but I'm not really attracted to you because the program that I've got about what I find attractive doesn't match the picture of who you are and what you are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we've got The subconscious program that dictates what we find attractive. Then you've got um, vibe and energy, which, when you have a resonance or match with someone, if you don't know how to separate those things, it can translate in your mind into a physical attraction or a sexual attraction. Then you've got things like um, qualities that people over their lifetime develop and learn to find attractive. Okay, so attraction, I learned. Um, some time ago, it's not a choice it's a result of someone matching the program of what you consider to be attractive whether they do it mm-hmm. deliberately which is what the whole thing about being a pickup artist is about whether they, they mm-hmm. map what you should find attractive and go for you or mm-hmm. whether someone just naturally resonates with you as finding attractive so you don't have a choice about that
1: mm-hmm.
2: what you do have a choice about is what you do with that so if I walk into a room if I'm in a relationship I walk into a room and one woman has an energy vibe personality which falls in line with what i subconsciously or in my mind consider to be attractive then i will find her attractive and be attracted to her another woman in the room could fit the physical composition of what i deem to be physically appealing and i could be sexually attracted to her what mm-hmm. matters however is what i do in that moment do i yep. sit in that and allow because we've spoken about this before feelings energy uh, feelings and emotions. They don't last more than 60 to 90 seconds mm-hmm. in and of themselves. Anything mm-hmm. other than that is either resisting or sitting in it. Mm-hmm. So if I walk into that room and I'm like, mm, she's nice mm, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking her up and down, I'm starting to have sexual thoughts and allowing that to build up. In, in, then I'm in the wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If there's someone that I've got uh, uh, a- an attractive chemistry to from a personality type or whatever, and I'm like, oh, you know, we should be friends and da-da-da-da. I'd be on Facebook and, you know, let's mm-hmm. start texting. And then you slip into what I call an emotion, um, um, emotionally cheating, which is having an emotional mm-hmm. relationship with mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. Then that's mm-hmm. wrong. If, mm-hmm. however, I come, I acknowledge I find her physically attractive and I make mm-hmm. that the end of it. Her, her partner is very cool. And I put the full stop under that, walk away from that situation and then don't interact with it. Then I've not done anything wrong. So what I'm saying is basically that we don't have a choice over what, um, not that we don't have a choice.
0: Yeah. I get what you're saying.
2: If we're naturally attracted to someone, we're naturally attracted to someone. However, what's important is what we do with it at the time. Yeah. Me personally, when that shows up in my environment, I acknowledge it. I'm like, all right, cool. She's, she's a nice pretty lady, but because I'm aware of how this all works in the brain, and um, because of how my head works, I can make that separation where I can just appreciate that someone's a beautiful woman,
1: mm-hmm. and not
2: have to sit in that and make it a sexual attraction.
1: Yeah.
2: Someone could, a lady could do, like you know, could be out. For example, um, this happened even I went like a couple of years ago. I went with a good friend of mine. We went to go and get some um, what food? What? What was it? Was it Iranian food? I think it was Iranian food. And there was a belly dancer, and she was doing some belly dancing, and boy. That was some sexy belly dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It was some sexy belly dancing. And, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. all, kind, all kinds of like, you know, thoughts. Oh my God, she's doing some sexy oh, yeah. belly dancing. Right. But I caught right, myself. Right, right. I caught right. myself. I said, I, right. I acknowledged, okay, sexy belly dancing. It right. triggered, it triggered off different parts of me, but right. I can, you know, I did. You're
0: human still.
2: Yeah. I looked over my shoulder a couple of times to enjoy the belly dancing, but yeah. as far as right. possible, I didn't. Right. I didn't allow myself to subco- to just subconsciously and mindlessly wander into boy, I want my Billy dancing right. for me or a prior. Like I did not right. do
1: right. that. Right. right. So in a
2: rela- in a relationship, I'm just a lot more strict with those guidelines.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So if I'm in a relationship with someone, I'm a lot more strict with those guidelines. So mm-hmm. if I pick up a vibe with some- with a woman and I see that it's reciprocated, especially if it's reciprocated and she doesn't have boundaries then she, she gets arm's length and I just don't mm-hmm. allow her into my space. If I had such a strong pull that I couldn't shake it, then I mm-hmm. would have to consider the foundation of my relationship and whether that was where I needed to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's me personally. If like someone else's energy is able to pull me to that level, then I would need to take stock of where I was and think, okay, what's happening in my relationship that my commitment to the situation isn't strong enough for me to deal with a mental program, especially with me who understands so much about the brain, how the brain works and about myself as a person. So that's that.
0: I'm so, so glad you've mentioned that at the end, because that's exactly what I was going to say, to take it to a different level is to look at if something's able to pull you that strong enough, look at where you're at in the relationship you're in. I know from exactly. from a, from a from a very personal perspective in my marriage that was very dysfunctional I you know in in all honesty and truthness I would easily get pulled not I never did anything as far as you know emotional or physically cheating in 10 years but I would always let my brain kind of go to that place with you know maybe a guy that just gave me a look in a way that made me feel good or you know because I was looking for that. So, mm-hmm. but that was always because I knew my relationship wasn't the one I was supposed to be in at a mm-hmm. heart level, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know. Yeah. Long story I mean, there, but but I would say, yeah, definitely look at look at the relationship you're at now and and maybe it's not exactly what, you know, you want it to be.
2: But it does take a level of um emotional intelligence and self knowledge and also self-worth also self-worth to be able to make that separation and to take that that decision of self-love because a lot of people are in relationships that they shouldn't be in for whatever reason whether it's reinforcing a program for them whether it's uh uh, whether they're getting something physically some other physical payoff whether it's mm-hmm. someone knows that the, the, the relationship's no good but the sex is good so they say for good sex mm-hmm. even though they know, yep. it's, a, you know yep. it's a toxic relationship Absolutely. or yep. for some people they're addicted to the toxicity and the chemicals that go yep. off in their body as a result of that toxic relationship or the cortisol or whatever for some people it's because you know financially they're better off in it
1: Yeah. yeah. for
2: some people it's fear Absolutely. of the unknown Yeah. you know I, I, this is all I've known I met Bob in high school we've been together yep for the last 30 years, how can I go off be yep. by myself, even yep. though Bob's an arsehole and know doesn't, it. Yeah. doesn't really promote love in your life. So it's yeah. um it's a crazy one. It, it is, is it, it is a crazy one. But I think it at is. the end of the day, what it comes down to is do you love yourself enough to do what serves you?
0: Yeah.
2: Like I love it. You know, if you're doing if you if you love yourself to, enough to do what serves you then you'll take you'll take the leap. And we've, we've all had, we've all had those relationships that we know. I, yeah. I
1: yeah.
2: don't like really blowing people up or whatever, but I had a relationship. Um, I'm not going to say when it was cause that says mm-hmm. who the person was and people know me, but I just, I, I knew within a couple of weeks that this was a big mistake, yeah. but I jumped into yeah. it out of fear. I jumped into yeah. it out of fear that I, I actually crazy enough. I jumped into it out of fear that I had commitment issues. So the first time that someone challenged my lifestyle at the time as a single man, I was like, all right, cool, well, let's do a relationship then. But I knew right away it was wrong, but I still doubled yeah. down. Yeah. I doubled down. And in the end, I was like, do you know what? Like, sometimes, you know, there's a lesson in life, and sometimes that lesson is that you've made a mistake and you yeah. need to, like, just exactly. get away. And so I, the relationship was ended, and I deleted all evidence of the relationship. There is no evidence of that relationship anywhere in my life. Like, all pictures are gone, yeah. all yeah. social media posts yeah. disappeared. Yeah. And I was just like, do you know what? I made a mistake there. I, yeah. I, I bugged up and I just, yep. I just took the lesson that I took the lesson, you know, cause wisdom is the memory without the emotional charge. I took the lesson away yeah. and yeah. just, you know, I wish them, that, all, the they, yeah. I them
1: yeah. all the best. I wish them all the
2: best. People that like to tell me what's going on in other people's lives say that she's very happy now. And I'm so happy that that's the case. Yeah. Cause that yeah. makes me feel a lot better as well
1: yeah. because yeah.
2: you're now somewhere where you're supposed to be. So yeah. I wish you all the best with that. Um, yeah. That, yeah, me and you weren't supposed to be around each other, dude. That was just like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, and that is so crazy, because I swear to you, the same thing happened with me and my husband. Within the first couple weeks, I knew I had that that voice inside, just like you said, that it was like, no, this is not right. But it was the same thing. It was like, well, no, maybe I, I you know, I jump around, whatever. I can't settle yeah. down. Yeah. So I settled down for 10 years. <laughs> mm. And for 10 years, <laughs> knowing knowing deep inside I knew from the beginning it wasn't right but isn't that crazy how much
2: Mm, you know? No. yeah it's yeah it it really really is crazy but yeah what can you say right it's lessons learned yep lessons learned it's learning and
0: growing constantly exactly okay I knew see I knew you would because you're brilliant you would you know I can't I can't I can't get nothing at you're brilliant on every single one even when I try to throw you (laughs) okay so let's see the next one
2: Okay.
0: What techniques do you do? You, what techniques do you use to improve self-awareness?
2: Uh, Meditation has been the most powerful one for me for improving
0: yep.
2: self-awareness.
1: Agreed.
2: Um, because you are literally separating off your mind from itself and becoming the watcher, and by becoming the watcher you are literally in a state of observing your ego, your subconscious mind do its thing, which is the thing that we don't, I mean, when people talk about, you know, being aware, being aware, if you're consciously doing something, you don't need to be aware of it because you're consciously doing it. What you actually need to be aware of is your subconscious. And the most powerful place to do that from is from a state of silence in the seat of the observer. And that comes, one of the craziest and most simple ways um, to do that is one that I heard from Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is think about what you're thinking about. Because if you're thinking about it, then you're not doing, you're not the one doing the thinking. You're the one watching the one doing the thinking. And so you're in a state of awareness. And I think for some people, they don't recognize uh, the tweaks that you can make in your everyday behavior in order to move to where, you, where you're where you into moving move yeah. in the direction that you want to the to, to head. And so for me, thinking about what I'm thinking about and being present. Because when you're present, Present is moment to moment. And in the moment, you you can't get caught up in what's happening in the past or what's happening in the future. You have to be present. And so those thoughts that pop up that are in the past or in the future, you are in a state where, a state of being where you naturally just see it. It's like when you catch yourself. Normally when you catch yourself doing something, it's because you're present. Whether you're present Mm. in what you're doing or present where you are in your state of being, that's when you get those aha moments. That's when you get those states of inspiration. Because you are out of the program for a moment, so for yeah, for me, meditation is has been the most magical and powerful way to do that. There are other ways. You, there are meditative yeah. t- activities which get you into a state of meditation. It doesn't necessarily mean sitting with your eyes closed. For some people, spending time in nature is meditation. For some people, certain music gets them into a meditative mm-hmm. state. I get a lot when I'm doing tai chi. I get a lot of the the same. Um, state when i'm really Mm -hmm. present in what i'm doing with my movement i'm really even i just did some with my hands there i felt felt the same tweak for some people that when they're really present with their yoga practice so it's about finding things that get you present uh for me meditation is like such a supercharged way of doing that
0: and and don't you think it's funny usually most of those things that you talk about the music or the yoga it's most of those include just being very quiet not even really talking and just yeah. because that's I think when it when it really comes. And I would absolutely say meditation too is 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 a great yeah. way because it quiets the mind. And I love how you talk about separating from your thoughts. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. what just doing that can can help you with on a day to day basis, especially when it comes to stress. So next question. Especially when question. it comes to trust. It's trust and stress. I mean, I think people have every reason every day to let their thoughts get away from them. So, if you can try to just rein those in a little bit with just getting quiet, Mm -hmm. it's amazing how much that can help. So, next question: Since you are now working on what your fourth book? (laughs) Fourth book? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, for the for the author here how can i become a writer i want to write a book but i don't know what the first step
2: is uh, writers write it's just like my speaking coach davide says speakers speak so stop talking about it and start writing and it might be crap at first but that doesn't matter right right write. right there are people that can support you in getting what you have written up to a tip top shape so like I write my books and then I get them proofread. You proofread uh, the dreamers Manifesto for me. Mm-hmm. That's a part mm-hmm. of the writing process. And that's getting edited by a professional editor. So it's going to be up to mm-hmm. standard. But I mm-hmm. sat down and I wrote. So, right. There's not really much more to say other than that.
0: Wow. Oh, I love
2: it. <laughs> I love
0: it. It really is the hardest part. I know with my <laughs> blog, I'll do that. Where it's like, no, just sit down and just write. Just It's like mm-hmm. I find... It's weird. It's coming up against myself for sure. It's like, no, just sit and write. That's all you got to do. Worry about the rest later. And if you and I would say to this person, if you love writing, you know, once you do it, it's it's one of those meditative things.
2: Okay. And the thing is, as well, that um, when you let it flow through you and get into yes. the practice and habit of doing it, then over time your body will be like, oh, this is what we do. We write, and you'll get more yes. habit of writing as well. Yeah, I love that letting it
0: flow through you. I can definitely tell those times where it is and it isn't, and it when it is, and yeah. let it come. Exactly. Okay, so this one may take you on a wild ride too. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what's time really all about?
2: What's time really all about? Time is a construct. Uh, fourth, it's a f- or a fourth, the fourth dimensional construct that was created in order to have the apparition of order in our reality. But time really is just the numbers on the screen. You've got natural time, which is the cycle of the stars, the cycle of um, nature and seasons and stuff. But even our system of time doesn't keep up with that, which is why we have leap years. Um, we have um, so many different types of calendars. Some people follow the lunar calendar. A lot of us nowadays followed the um, is it the Gregorian one with the AD and BCE calendar. Mm. But all of those are just numbers that we've used to um, to attach meaning to things happening in our lives. Back in the day, it used to be that they didn't class it as time. They'd have like within the dynasty of this person, like, like in Egypt, they had like the fourth dynasty. Uh, you had within the reign of this king who reigned for this many moons. Um, so they tied it to natural time as opposed to numbers on, a, on the clock that we have now. But all of that really doesn't mean anything because quantum. the quantum model is that what we perceive as time doesn't really exist. Everything is happening at the same time. We just happen to observe it uh, within the construct of, of, fourth, of the fourth dimension, which is what we call time. So that's a bit sciencey, but long and short of it is, is that the only thing that really exists is the present moment. That's the only yep. thing that is real. Yep. Anything other than that is just part of a construct.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you ever followed Eckhart totally too much, but um, his book, The Power yes. of Now, is such a transformational yes. book. I recommend everyone reading that. It's
2: yes, 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 powerful. I do. I quote, him, I quote him in Beyond Intention. Um, step two, clearing. It's all about getting present and getting into the now. So a lot mm-hmm. of, I've been heavily influenced by Eckhart, there Mm -hmm. uh, within the Mm -hmm. coaching program as well Mm -hmm. a lot of the time we spend in the clearing element of the coaching is getting them to get present and getting in the now um yeah there was a bit of a divergence from Eckhart in some of the teaching that I've from other teachers I've had in Mm -hmm. terms of creation um because he's about getting present I don't feel that he spends that much time in creating a reality of him it's more about complete surrendering to the present moment
1: Yes. However, um,
2: for me, intention is so important. Yeah. Um, but it's but his work on on the power of now and getting present. Yeah. Phew, quite crazy. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. And I totally agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. On the creation, you've got to. I believe that's a very important step as well. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So, last question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Did you ever? feel so lonely in your life that you have almost nobody you feel you can trust
2: yes i have had um and in those times um detention was born
1: because
2: mm. mm. um, you know sometimes you will have times when you are by yourself physically mm-hmm. but one call um One cool tool that um, Eckhart Tolle actually gave is when he says about being in joy in yourself. So when you're by yourself, find joy in that present because a lot of the time why we feel lonely is because we're not comfortable with the silence of our own space, silence of our own skin, the silence of being in the present moment, just us in the present moment. Um, Mm. But learning to surrender into that is one of the most empowering things that you will never, you'll never do. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I think the more you kind of do inner work, Mm -hmm. the more that quote unquote loneliness loneliness or loneliness becomes more comfortable because you enjoy that time you enjoy. You're not not scared of it. Right. Right. You're not scared. I know coming from somebody my whole life who I hated being alone. I mean, physically, like I I really I hated sleeping alone. I hated being alone. I hated it because I was so uncomfortable with having to face, you know, what was inside of me. So I, you know, exactly. and now someone. Um, that and that's
2: what it is, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it was, was Dr. Joe that said, you want to, something like, you want to find the perfect partner, become that perfect partner you know so yeah if you think that's going to come in somebody else first become it in yourself
2: Wayne Dyer says something like that as well I don't remember yeah. the, exact, the exact quote but he yeah. said um you said yeah pretty much along the same thing like once you become the perfect person yeah then you won't need anyone anyway
1: yes, <laughs> yes. you'd be Absolutely. so comfortable it's good
2: had the yeah. same conversation with my friend my friend Lauren um uh, who's literally just started her journey on um spiritual practice as well and she was like the second she started doing spiritual practice she felt so whole within herself yeah that she didn't need anybody yep. else yeah so because she didn't need anybody else the standard that she set for who came into her environment went way up yep. it's like yep. mm, i don't really need yeah you in my space i'm really good yep. by myself because yeah i, I don't need so if you're complimenting and our vibrations are coming together and we're creating a stronger vibration together and adding to each other's joy then cool let's do that but if you know we're just doing this for the sake of doing it yeah i don't know mm-hmm. do
0: yeah absolutely and yeah. and that's on my 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 last blog post was kind of basically about that and learning to, You know, I think no matter what you're talking about in life, whether it be a spiritual practice or career choice or where you live or whatever kind of, you know, life-changing decision you make, there most likely will always be people who won't agree with it because they can't see it through your eyes, through your experiences. It's impossible. So, you know, learning to trust in yourself, once you learn to trust in yourself and the decisions you make and you're coming from your heart and from a very centered, grounded place and you know you're making the right decision for yourself
1: mm-hmm. it becomes
0: easier to deal with that with that you know feeling alone and feeling like you know there's no one you can trust well you can you can always trust yourself you know at the end of the day
2: exactly so, so no I matter what really you, can yeah. you can always go back you can always go back to that's that place that's a yeah. place you can always go back to oh yeah. you know i don't know mm, but you can you know start with yourself yep. And then when you get into that, when you get into that space, then whatever adds to it, adds to it, but you don't need any of those things. Yeah. Is the most important thing. You don't need them. That is the most, 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 most important thing that you don't need them. If you choose, if you choose, then that's all good, but you don't need
0: them. That's a very powerful place to be in too. You know, not, yeah, not exactly not being
2: in that
0: state of needing it. Is. I agree. See, it wasn't too painful, right?
2: No, it wasn't too painful. It's actually quite fun. It was fun. It was,
0: it it was, was fun. fun. And
2: can, hopefully we, they're we all still in. tuning <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll mix some of those in. We'll mix some of those in. But do you know what we need to do? We need to really make sure that we post these answers up. I'm going to make sure we do that. In fact, I'm putting it on my to-do list next week. That okay, get Cora replies up to date because um, we've been behind on that, so we'll get that done. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll get all yeah. the transcriptions done, it's all today. Okay, yeah, get
0: those to me and we'll
2: get them out. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. All right, well, it's been magic as always, hasn't it? Yeah,
0: it's been such magic, of course.
2: <laughs> i love it magic <laughs> we're gonna start and end with i do these silly the songs <laughs> song that people like this dude has a single out i don't know if i would to hear it um <laughs> big note to everyone uh, the journey beyond intention group coaching program starts sunday the 5th Yay. of august i'm only i am only doing a live i just i'm only going to do the live coaching once. I'm only doing it once. Head to livingbeyondintention.com, livingbeyondintention.com. Get yourself signed up. It's probably your monthly coffee budget, which is an absolute steal considering how much we charge for the one-to-one coaching. I'm doing it once. We will make the replays available, but the price point will be significantly higher. Make this investment in yourself. If what you were doing was working, then you'd be where you really deserve to be. So let's try something different. Let's have more joy in our lives. You deserve it. It's yours. It's your birthright. Um, got a really cool interview on Sunday. Really, really cool interview. I'm quite excited about it. I'm back on Tuesday with a Just Us episode. What am I going to talk about? Who knows? Tune in and find out. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, vlog.com. I'm putting out content all the time. We're also going to start putting videos up of M and I answering these questions. So you could actually Yay. see what we look like when we're doing them that's going to be that's going to be happening um follow me on medium at dmpf TV. um i post more regularly now did a really cool article this week about the law of attraction and why it's probably not working mm. for you yeah sending love to all of you listening sending love to you yeah. also my Emster. and keep dreaming with your eyes open see you yeah. next time
0: see you next time bye
1: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel Magana. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.